0: Welcome to Spark People Radio, inspirational, motivational, and educational radio, guaranteed to spark your day and spark your life. I'm Lily Hills, your host and your biggest cheerleader on your road to your healthiest and happiest you. And each week, I, along with your other wing girl, the irrepressible and hilarious Karen Hudson, do our best to bring you the best advice in the country, not just for the physical side of getting into shape, but the mental side. And we all know weight loss is largely a mental game. Yes, there are certain foods that are likely to make you binge more. Those with the salt-sugar-fat combo, that's a doozy. And yes, exercise is a vital part of your journey. However, most importantly, is getting your mind on your side. Getting your thoughts to align with your health-related goals in a way that makes it easier. And you and I are far from alone in the perspective that getting your mind on your side is the key to permanent weight loss masters of anything, whether it's world-class musicians, chefs, or athletes, they know that the biggest challenge to reaching your goals is definitely related intimately to how you're thinking. And a massive part of getting into shape is learning how to dominate that voice in your head that first gets you to eat food you're not hungry for and then beat you up for it. It's vital that each of us learns to turn down the volume on the internal voice that says it's never going to happen for you, that you're too old or too weak or too addicted to food, you can learn to master that untamed monkey mind rather than have it call the shots in your life. Case in point, Phil Jackson. He's the winning basketball coach with 11, count them, 11 NBA titles under his belt, and he's considered one of the best basketball coaches the game's ever seen. And as a part of his legendary coaching, Phil Jackson's used some rather uncommon tactics to help create these championship teams, including meditation, one of the ultimate mind management tools. So that's right. Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, all of them practice quieting their minds so they can learn to focus on the game, focus on sinking the next three pointer rather than being mentally benched by the free throw that they just missed. And when you think about it, it makes sense because playing basketball isn't that much unlike losing weight. When you miss a basket in basketball, you can get down and worried and depressed about it, right? And it can impact the remainder of your game. And it's the same with a day when you feel like you blew it in terms of what you ate, which leads to a bigger binge rather than getting back into the game by immediately taking positive action back towards your vision for yourself and your body. So let's say, for example, you have a day where you eat more than you're hungry for. Get back in the game right away. Do an extra workout that day or the next, or... Or wait until you're hungry to eat again rather than just eating because it's breakfast or lunch or dinner. Get back eating in sync with your physical appetites rather than your emotional appetites. And Phil Jackson's meditation practice had all of his team members learn to refocus on what they wanted most to win the championship. And you have to think of it that way as well. Meditation helps you to train to gain greater clarity on what you want which helps you stay focused for longer periods of time on your health-related goals. So how much time every day do you devote to thinking about what you want in terms of getting into shape rather than what you don't want? You know, without that mental training through meditation, we're far more likely to think about what we did wrong than what we did right. And that's the recipe for staying on the couch and channel surfing, While we chow down on a bag of Doritos or a carton of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. You know, I know I played out that scenario for years, but now I don't. And meditation has definitely been a part of that. So Phil Jackson, he was interviewed on Oprah's show. And he said, as much as we pump iron and as much as we run to build our strength up, we need our mental strength more than anything else. So think of it this way. Meditation, it's like sharpening your axe before cutting down a tree. You want it to be as sharp as possible, not dull, so it takes you forever. So I like it, Mr. Jackson. I like your attitude. So take a five-minute break today and do nothing but sit still and pay attention to your thoughts. And what you're likely to notice is that there's a constant stream of them. And learning to interrupt that stream and refocus will let you win the championship game of getting into the best shape of your life. Your focus is the key to all of it. So... Focus up, my friends. If Michael Jordan can meditate, so can you. Next up, are you a man that finds himself injured because of weightlifting more than you'd like to be? Or do you have a husband or son that appears to spend more time out of the gym recovering from their injuries than in it getting in shape? We have a fitness expert, Daryl Conan, who's going to tell us the biggest mistakes men make in the gym. So you can either learn from this yourself or pass it along to the men in your life you love the most. You're listening to Spark People Radio. Supporting our listeners in learning the healthy, permanent, and pleasurable approach to getting into the best mental and physical shape of your life.
1: It's hard to know where a project will take you or what tools you may need. Craftsman understands that, which is why they built so much versatility and convenience into their family of Craftsman Universal tools. Each tool gives you the ability to tackle six different types of nuts and bolts, so when you run into a different type of fastener, look at that, no new tool required. Instead of spending time digging around in your toolbox, you get to focus on the job at hand and finish it quicker. With Craftsman Universal tools, you're never without exactly what you need to get the project done right. Craftsman, trust in your hands. Available at Craftsman.com, Sears, Ace Hardware, and Sears Hometown Stores.
0: Welcome back to Spark People Radio. With more than 15 million members in over 100 countries, we're spreading the positive spark across the globe thanks to you. This is Lily Hills, your host, and I'm psyched to have with me today Daryl Conan. Daryl is a fitness instructor, personal trainer, and the owner of the Fitness Nut House a wellness center located in Maine I love that the nuthouse do you know I'm gonna be on board with that he's also an exercise physiologist strength and conditioning specialist and a former US Olympic Committee strength coach how about that and the creator of the revolutionary ab inferno that just sounds like that just sounds like pain right there so Daryl please tell me what is it the men are doing wrong in the gym. You know we gals are doing things wrong too, but I think you're going to be specifically speaking to the men right now.
2: Three of the biggest mistakes that I see is one is um, training for ego.
0: Uh Two
2: is incorrect training methodology, which uh, usually results in muscle imbalances. And then just uh, overtraining, just doing way too much and and thinking that that, that's going to be a good thing for you. And um, those are the three big ones that I see most of.
0: All right, so let's start with the first one. Let's break it down.
2: Training for ego is usually there's always this, this idea that if you lift heavy weight, that you're going gonna, gonna to prove your manhood or something like this. And it's, it's always kind of like the idea of, like, how much can you bench and squat and all this. And and so what happens is too many guys are putting too much weight on the bar, and, and they're just not getting any results. And a lot of times they're injuring themselves. And, and I see that um, if I always, as an instructor, if I try to correct them or, um, or help them out – they don't want anything to do with it because again, it's it's more of an ego thing. No one wants to be told what to do and and so on. So I feel that a lot of guys, unfortunately, are insecure in that regard, and so they end up um, not really listening or, or or paying attention to the uh, to the signs, and they will either get injured or they'll just develop a uh, a, a physique that just is, is really imbalanced. And I, so, uh, that's what I see a lot of. Dale, you
0: know, why why is it that men don't like to be told what to do? I would love a bird's eye view into the male psyche on this one. Why do you take umbrage, gentlemen?
2: <laughs> I think it's because you know guys have this thing especially when it's something where it's where it's uh, a a physical activity such as sports or um weight training they they just feel like it's an, an innate thing that they have that they have control and power over and I think that uh, a lot of these guys um just feel like that's their domain. They don't want anyone to 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 mess with it and um Especially if there's women around and then things that they're trying to a lot of times i think the guys is just trying to you know build their ego and they're and they're and using their physical strength to um to impress the the females i guess and so <laughs> when when a guy comes up to them and and wants to correct them they they feel a little bit threatened by that and you know maybe it might uh interfere with their um masculinity so i think that they feel you know well geez, i don't want these people to know that i don't know what i'm doing and so i think that that kind of uh goes feeds into their insecurity so Uh
0: uh-huh interesting interesting for the ladies that are listening and the gentlemen too is there a way that we can talk to them about what they're doing in a way that they won't be as offended or should we just stand back until they say i'd like your advice on this which could possibly be never so it's an important question to ask
2: yeah i think that um you know sometimes it's i'll talk to a, a, a if i see some guys that are doing the wrong things i'll I'll take them aside, especially like uh, if they're leaving, leaving the gym and kind of in a more disclosed area, and just say, you know, I can help you and you know get better results if you just um, did it this way, and and so on. So I try not to go right at them like I used to. Um, I try to be a little more discreet, and mm-hmm. so then I kind of um, hit them that way. And I and some guys respond to it. Some of the guys still um, say that this is the way they train. They've been doing it forever, and and so on. So they don't want anything to do with it. But you know, out of you know, uh, out of like a a 1 out of 10 scenario, I guess, would probably be about, you know, maybe 60% would be inclined to, to change their ways once I get to them in a more of a disclosed area.
0: All right. So discretion. And stay with us, friends, because next up, I'm going to get Daryl to tell us two more of the top ways we're kind of doing less than a service to our bodies by either overtraining or pushing it too hard in the beginning Daryl's going to give us the lowdown on the things we want to avoid, what the, the gentlemen want to avoid and I think we ladies can learn a lot from him too. You're listening to Spark People Radio, a program designed to support you in experiencing the delicious and rewarding feeling of being healthy in every sense of the word. This piece of road intelligence is brought to you by the highly intelligent Audi A6 with night vision assistant. 80% of drivers multitask. Take the guy next to you who's paying more attention to the lettuce between his teeth than the road. Audi. Truth in engineering.
2: Night vision assistant's available feature. Do not drive while distracted.
1: Alan Taylor here from The Drive. The Audi A6 is equipped to help you navigate practically anything you may encounter on the road. With features like the available Audi Quattro all-wheel drive and Audi Drive Select, which allows you to adjust the car's handling and responsiveness. Visit your local Audi dealer to learn more.
0: You're listening to Spark People Radio, a show designed to remind you that you're just one workout, one meal, and one thought away from getting back on track with your health-related goals. What matters most is not what you did in the past, but what you do from this moment forward. And our guest today is going to tell the gentlemen out there what they may want to pay more attention to when they head into the gym so they can have faster results and a smaller likelihood that they'll injure themselves. So, Daryl, can you tell us what injury would you say takes the longest to heal from, and what should the gentleman be avoiding in terms of their workout regimes?
2: The biggest injury that I see is usually with the tendons. That's a very it's a very dense fibrous um, mm-hmm. tissue, and especially um, guys that are again lifting heavy weights and, and doing um, repetitive motions, and especially in a chronic situation, they they develop this um, a lot of pain and, and, and inflammation in the tendons. And that takes a long time to recover from because usually through the joint, we're always using the joints in in regular daily activity as it is. And so the joints are always being worked, and and the tendons just take a beating. And and then over time, um, it can develop into uh, some serious problems. And I think that on on average, a tendon uh, injury can last between almost 12 to to 20 weeks. And again – Going back to the ego, you know, you go back where, you, where these guys are training, and that they're not listening to the signs of their of their body, and so then they end up going further and deeper into their um, injury, and then uh, to the point where they won't be able to lift anymore. So that's the biggest problem I see is really with tendonitis. But then with number two, the the incorrect training methodology, I think that these guys are um, a lot of guys are imbalanced. You know, if you look at some of the the, the physiques out there, a lot of guys are doing all this. Um, these crazy lifts and, and, uh, doing too much chest, you know, too much bicep, not enough legs and so on. And so then there's all these imbalances and, and over time that's going to start to wear down on the body as well. And so then this develops into more of a physical therapy issue because then they have muscle imbalances and, and their kinetic chain alterations are just out of place. And so then that becomes a problem. And, uh, and unless, unless they actually see somebody who who can help them, um, a lot of times these things are irreversible, and uh, that's a big problem.
0: Yeah, this is is tricky business because in the first segment you were telling us a little bit about why men don't like to be told what to do, and yet if they're not training in the right way, they can really injure themselves, and that can be a problem that's much bigger than a tiny little... A, a tweak of the ego at the early stages. So gentlemen out there, if someone approaches you that's, that's a, a trainer whose body you admire and has a good reputation, it's a good idea to uh, to listen up and see what he has to say. I mean, the worst thing that can happen is that you don't agree with them and you continue on with what you're doing. But I know that when I'm in the gym, if anyone offers me advice, if they look like they're in great shape, I definitely listen up. I don't have any ego. I I don't know if I'm doing it right half the time. And so uh, even though I've been trained in it, you know, when you're doing it on your own, it's trickier to figure out if you've got the perfect posture. So I am I'm all about having everyone that can afford it get a personal trainer. So Daryl, what is the third one you had said that is likely to create injuries that can take a while to recover from? The third That's going to be over mistake. that's going to
2: be overtraining. That'll be the third third biggest mistake. Uh-huh. I think that um what, what what happens is it all ties in um again with uh this idea that the more I lift, uh, the, the, the more intensity that I use and, and the more frequency that I use, and I lift every day and so on, then I'm going I'm to start to grow more and, and, and see a bigger, better result. But that's the opposite. Um, the idea is that we want to rest as much as we can, but you, you train it effect, effectively so that you can get the, um, the muscles to respond, but then you want to recover. And so um, I, I would only lift weights for about 20 to 30 minutes. With a, with a moderate to high intensity, and then you would, um, you know, take 48 hours to recover that tissue. So I think that, like a lot of these programs out there, with, there's the CrossFit programs, there's all these boot camp programs that are out there, and a lot of those are really influencing a lot of overtraining um, situations. Just because you know everybody's trying to outdo each other, and they're in the group setting sometimes, and they and they just force themselves beyond what they physiologically can can handle, and overtraining over time is going to be a a big problem to their, not just their nervous system and muscular system, but just their overall physique. And it's going to really start to to wear down and break down the tissue.
0: Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that I only have to lift weights every third day instead of every day or even every other day that that recovery is actually what allows the muscle to build, which is, you know, you hear so many different conflicting stories out there. It's difficult to know what's right. And I guess everybody's body is a little bit different and you have to take that into consideration. You know, if you're already training on a regular basis, that may be different, especially when you're starting though, Every third day, my friends, that seems to be the smarter way to go. And Daryl, if there is the, and earlier in the show, I was talking about the fact that you've got something called Ab Inferno. And can you give us a a, a quick description of that? Because I'm just thinking fire in the belly, my friend, Ab Inferno. And that's the hardest one for me to want to do because for some reason, I don't know what it is, but that it feels the most painful of all. Even though it's isolated in one area, maybe it's because it's right in the middle of my body. I haven't figured it out, but tell us about Ab Inferno and how that works.
2: Yeah, the Ab Inferno is a, is a something I came up, I actually invented. Was um, it's developed by I, uh, I use a, it's a lumbar pad support, and what it does it um, it allows the spine to go through a full range of of flexion and extension without any undue compression on the, on the vertebrates. And it's something that I actually developed when I, believe it or not, I I blew out my back. Um, I was, I slipped on the ice and, and I needed something to, to reduce the, the discomfort. And I actually developed this pad and I could get my, my lumbar spine back into its neutral curvature. And while I was in this position, I began to do, um, some ab flexion exercises and I was like, wow, this is no stress on my, on my injury. And so then I developed these, um, these mallets that, that go along with it. Cause I, I wanted to have some re- resistance so I could see if this thing really worked. And so over time I developed these exercises and it really became uh, a big part of my training. And now I'm convinced that um, what I have developed is really, uh, really essential for abdominal training and, and in terms of safety and effectiveness, I've never come across anything else and I've done, exercises for 30 years and I've done every known exercise to the abdominals there is and this really allows better isolation and it it works the whole spectrum of the abdominals there's there's quite a bit of muscle groups there and so I think that this thing hits everything and plus it's also going to work the torso and the, the upper body as well so everything is balanced it's just really really good
0: well, Daryl, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that out, and I know you can't take away the pain, but it's good to know that as long as I'm in pain, I'm maximizing my ability to get in shape. So thank you for being on the show. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with our listeners.
2: Well, no, thank, thank you very much. And it's been a pleasure.
0: And next up, we'll be joined by the redhead, the Lucy to my Ethel. And we're going to be talking about a country that's literally paying its people in gold to lose weight. And no, I'm not kidding. You're listening to Spark People Radio. 15 million Sparksters teaming up to get in the best shape of their lives. One day, one workout, and one meal at a time.
1: At Bridgestone, we say our passion for performance knows no bounds. But what does that mean? Well, it means that we're so passionate about tire technology That sometimes we find ourselves wondering what would happen if we applied that passion elsewhere. Like, say, cookware. Yeah. Tire tread saute pans. Or polymer road-hugging oven mitts. Or, or, what about cutlery cut from cutting-edge tire technology? Or, how about we just stick to tires? Because really, tires are what we know best. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion.
0: Welcome back to Spark People Radio, 15 million Sparksters teaming up to get in the best shape of their lives, one day, one workout, and one meal at a time. I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And today we're going to talk to you about something that's a little bit unusual, to say the least. Turns out, the city of Dubai is offering gold as an incentive for a weight loss initiative it's going to launch this week. Gold? Gold. There's gold, and then there hills. My goodness, it sounds so medieval. There's gold. <laughs> well, let me preface this by saying that obesity is a big problem in the Arab Gulf countries. Huh. In the United Arab, Arab Emirates, in particular, 33.7 percent of adults are obese. I did not realize yeah. that. Kuwait has the highest percentage in the region, with 42.8. Wow. Saudi Arabia, following right behind him at 35.2. And nearby Qatar, 33.1%. My
3: goodness, that's about
0: a third of the population. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. And then the childhood obesity is also concerning the United Arab Emirates, which is why I'm sure they're starting this campaign. Uh huh. Because the prevalence of obesity amongst youth is two to three times higher than the na- the international standard. Oh my goodness. So they're concerned. So they figure their Your Weight in Gold program, which begins Friday, uh, it's going to last a month. Uh-huh. They think it's going to make a difference. And so the final weigh-in is going to take place on August 16th after the end of the holy month of Ramadan, where they're already fasting. But this goes even beyond
3: Ramadan. I think what they're trying to do is prevent pe- people from fasting and then going off. And then overeating. Because yeah. I was going to say, did have, have you learned why obesity is so prevalent there? Well, they determined. they part of it is related to the fact that it's so
0: hot there uh-huh. so much of the time that there's less incentive to go outside and work interesting. out, right? It's, it's all kind uncomfortable. Of, Dubai is known for its big shopping malls, its fast food change, and that summer heat. Uh huh. So well, it's in the middle of the desert, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. So what they're doing now is they're saying we've got to get our people moving, so we're going to offer them gold. I wow. think this is this is very interesting because you know we're not talking about you know 50 pounds of gold. We're talking about if they lose. Two kilograms, which is 4.4 pounds, uh-huh. during the month, they're going to receive one gram of gold for each kilogram of weight lost.
3: I'll be darned. So based on market prices, Karen. <laughs> yeah, what do we got? Two grams of gold. Yep. 82 bucks. 82. 82- Bucks. Okay, not as high of an incentive as I would have thought. Yeah. But maybe motivating enough to keep going, right? To earn more money—is that how it works? Well, no. That's that's all you can earn. Just the one month. Just the one month.
0: Huh. But the three people who lose the most weight are going to be entered in a drawing for a gold coin
3: worth more than. $5,400. $5,400. Okay, now we're talking. Now I'm getting
0: motivated.
3: <laughs> Big old gold coin. You know, that's really interesting. And it gets you thinking about what it is that makes you motivated personally. Take yes. a look at, hmm, I, I I wonder if gold would do it for me. I don't, probably a little bit, but I think what motivates me more to continue exercising and be as healthy as I can be, is the way that I feel. Mm -hmm. That, to me, is the biggest motivator. Mm -hmm. But what's great is that I'm sure they'll figure out how great they feel once they start losing weight, and that will become the new motivator, Mm -hmm. perhaps. It's true.
0: And in some cases, I think this is going to be effective because it'll get people more focused on being more physically active. Uh Uh-huh. The challenge is, though, with the people that have a compulsion that's so high that they become obese that's not enough of a motivator that's going to last in the long run. The gold. The gold Uh is not enough. You know, (laughs) even if it was a brick of gold, sometimes those emotional appetites are so strong Uh that you could give someone a fortress full of gold. I
3: understand that. And it
0: just, it it overtakes you, that compulsion. Mm. I remember it so clearly, and it feels literally feels like a quadruple miracle that I don't have it anymore. Truly. Thank heavens above, and that's why I like to share with other people you can move beyond that. But it really is a a psychological cycle that starts once you get in the habit of eating foods that are higher in fat, higher in sugar, higher in salt. That combination is addictive. And so the key is to learn how to eat the foods that are fresher, but you're only going to turn towards those if you see enough benefit in it for you. If you feel better. Exactly. So if I told someone, you know, someone would say to me today, I can't control my appetites. Mm -hmm. And I'd say to them, if I had a check here for $10 million, would that change the way that you think about this? And they almost across the board say yes. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm sharing with them is that it's the leverage in the mind if there's enough benefit to them, to start to change their behaviors, they'll do it. But right now they're just
3: thinking, I want to lose weight, but they're not thinking specifically about what they're going to get out of it. Yeah. Like so many of our guests say that have lost a lot of weight, that it's important to have a vision in their mind. Why am I doing this? A purpose. We all need a purpose. Exactly right. Yeah. And a specific one.
0: Uh Don't just say I want to lose weight because I wanna feel better. Say, I wanna have more energy to play with my kids. Get specific. In yeah. fact, if you have pen and paper tonight, make this, or today sometime, make this your playwork assignment. Start writing down what I'm gonna get out of it. What can I receive? By listening to my body and taking better care of it and getting down to my natural weight. So the more detail that you can write in your leverage list, you know, other than $10 million, right, what you're going to get out of being at your natural weight is priceless. It's worth more than $10 million. feels better than you can imagine. And, again, not just writing this list and looking at it once and tossing it away, but reviewing it on a daily basis hourly basis That's in the what beginning it takes. that is exactly what it takes to retrain the mind to think get you thinking more about what it is you do want rather than what you don't want
3: and switching that, up the focus switching up the focus yeah. great idea lily yeah and and I know you have a lot of really wonderful affirmations around your house that are written in gold pen and they look beautiful. Breathe is one that I yeah. love because every time I look at your window, I remember to breathe and center myself and yeah. presence myself, yeah. you know, and that's important when you're looking to to lose weight. It's interesting. I bet it'll get a lot of people excited, though, and I think having a gold giveaway will it will definitely bring attention to the fact that it sounds like it is. Dubai is a country that is... Struggling. Struggling. Yeah. And I wonder if it is all the Western food and commerce that has come in that has switched up their diet. It's it's not as healthy as it could be. I'm sure that's a big piece of it. Yeah. I'm sure
0: that's a big piece of it. Again, these fast food chains, they're all about making you so addicted to the food that oh, you can't yeah. resist it. And I know that story, but you can move beyond it, you my can friend. You do this.
3: You we can believe this.
0: in you. You don't need $84. No. You just need to know that... Being in touch with your body and being healthy is the best thing you can do for yourself if you want less stress and more fun in your life. And I'm guessing that you absolutely do. I can't argue with you, pretty lady. I cannot (laughs)
3: argue with you.
0: So next up, do you have a weight loss goal of 10 or 20 or 15 pounds that you'd like to lose? Well, we're going to be talking to a woman who's lost 67 pounds and she's going to tell you how she overcame that voice in her head that said it was impossible. You're listening to Spark People Radio, the brainchild of the Spark team who wants you to experience the delicious and rewarding feeling of being healthy in every sense of the word.
1: Barrett-Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auction, celebrates their inaugural auction at Hot August Nights 2013 in Reno, Nevada. It's August 8th through the 11th. Join thousands in the event that takes over the town. Hundreds of amazing vehicles will cross the auction block at hot August nights. That's August 8th through the 11th in Reno, Nevada. Tickets are available at BarrettJackson.com. That's BarrettJackson.com.
0: You're listening to Spark People Radio. A team of 15 million people looking to get into the best shape of their lives so they can have less stress and more freedom. I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And are
3: you working hard to reach your weight loss goals but feel like you need a little extra push or motivation? Yeah. Get the extra guidance and support you need with Spark Coach. This virtual coaching program provides you with unlimited access to spark people's experts and daily video-based guidance to help keep you motivated and accountable to your goals. Start your one-week free trial today by going to www.sparkcoach.com. And
0: we are delighted to have with us today the lovely and super health committed Kitty Hobgood. And on a blog post, Kitty wrote, I'm a fighter a scrapper. I love that. A scrapper. No, no one said I love a scrapper, <laughs> kitty. <laughs> no, no. She writes, "No one said life is easy, but I can make mine worth living. I have love and friendship and a will that cannot be defeated." I love it, kitty. Love it. Welcome to the show. <laughs> and you said on your profile Thank you. Well, you said on your profile you had two aha moments that made you turn the corner on getting healthy. What were those two moments?
4: Um, it was in how, let's see. 2011, and, um, I had gone to the doctor, and as I was leaving with my prescriptions and all your little goodies in your little bag, um, my nurse had slipped in stuff about obesity and had circled the morbidly obese category. Mm. Um, yeah, it's something that I wanted to be aware of. So that was kind of, uh, yeah, nothing down. like
3: nothing like being subtle, circling that. I don't yeah, get your attention. Yeah, you
4: know, nothing like
3: subtlety. Jeez. So spelling it out. I
4: <laughs> home, yeah, I went home from there and I got on the bathroom scale and I'm five two on a good day. <laughs> on a tall um, day. <laughs> yeah, and a really stretched out spinal day. I'm a good posture Uh huh. And I was 198 pounds.
3: Uh Uh-huh.
4: Yikes. (laughs) And two weeks later, I went to a New Year's Eve party that my aunt was hosting at her country club and hadn't seen my cousins in over a year, and one of them asked if I was pregnant.
3: Oh,
0: that's yeah. that's that's gonna sting. Yeah, I've had moments like that, Kitty. So I, I'm I'm no stranger yeah. to those. Mm. And those were the moments. The cool thing is that those difficult moments, as it usually is the case, made you awaken to taking better care of your body. So that was the launch well, pad. And what? Where did you go well, from there?
4: Well, what was really hard about that for me too is, unlike a lot of my uh, a lot of my spark friends or a lot of the stories I read. When I was younger, I was not overweight. I was an athlete. I I ran. I played sports. I was a midfielder in soccer. I played baseball. I was very athletic. And Did, somewhere in my mid twenties, I just stopped doing everything.
3: How come? Was it was it work? <laughs> I
4: you know, family? Kids? I I I could say bad marriage. I could say work. Mm-hmm. I could. For years, I claimed baby weight, but then he turned 10, and I figured that was kind of mm.
3: out. Um, <laughs> can't use that one again for, you yeah. know, for a while. You know, but you, like... it, you can't use that one anymore. Uh, exactly, but it sounds like you just fell out of practice. Yeah, you, I get, you... you know what I did? I fell mm-hmm. into evenings where video games or TV and a mm-hmm. bag of chips. Yeah, understandable. This so what you did at night that's common that's yeah. what you did yeah, I, I did I've had plenty of
0: those nights kitty so from that point forward, what was the shift that was made how did you start in on totally transforming your relationship with your body well, what I first
4: started with is okay I figured I needed a baseline uh you know I hadn't done anything in so long really active I mean my idea of active was walking around Walmart um, so, you know, I needed to do something a little more than that. I knew that. So I, middle of January in Chicago, I harnessed up my dog, which the one didn't even know what the harness was because oh. she'd never been walked. She just always played in the backyard and, um, decided to see how far I could walk.
3: Uh-huh. How'd you do?
4: And we made it about five blocks.
3: Uh-huh. Okay, so I
0: was huffing and puffing. My lungs felt like they were burning. So, listeners, you have to know this about Kitty is a dog trainer. So, this is, (laughs) I mean, the irony is not lost upon us. So, Kitty, would you say your dogs actually got you in better shape?
4: Oh, my dogs are what keep me motivated on a daily basis.
3: Uh huh. Mm -hmm. If
4: I don't want to walk at this point, um, you know, we're little over a year and a half now of walking every single day. Right on. Uh, I don't have a choice anymore. I have 200 pounds worth of dog telling me we're going for a walk.
3: They're they're in the practice of walking now. So the fact that they are in the practice reminds you that you too are practicing that every day. Good for you.
4: Right. You know, and I want my girls to be healthy. Absolutely. You know what? Both of my girls lost weight too. The vet was thrilled. My one was up to almost 135 pounds. She's down just under 120. So, so, so how that are you made doing... the vet happy?
3: Right on. So after a year of walking your dogs and and making it a daily habit, tell us about what kind of weight loss you've seen.
4: Um, I have uh, I lost 67 pounds.
3: Congratulations. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And really, it, it was a matter of cutting out the junk. I've, I've been a vegetarian for almost 20 years now, uh-huh. but I was the worst kind of vegetarian. You know,
0: I lived on pasta uh,
3: yes. and potato chips. Oh yes. There's
0: no meat in those. <laughs> yeah, and and some, <laughs> you know, some some of us turn to the candy. There's can- no meat. It's
4: veggie. It's healthy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right.
0: There's also the candyterians out there, Kitty. Vegetarians
3: who <laughs> yeah, focus yeah. on the candy.
4: Chocolate-covered raisins are a fruit.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're adorable, Kitty. Well, Kitty. Oh,
0: thank you. So so hang with and us, I'm, listeners. I went bye-bye, and
4: I started going back to raw fruits and vegetables. Um, I don't like to cook. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Yes, I know so you, many people, that cook, they cook, they cook. I'm amazed <laughs> by people who can cook.
0: Yes. So hang with us, listeners, and when we come back, we're going to have more with Kitty Hobgood kitty the dog trainer who's going to give us some of her most, most powerful tips and tricks to getting into the best shape of her life and starting to experience her life with far more joy and far less stress you're listening to spark people radio and when you're tired of listening to all the negative messages out there all the voices of doom and gloom please tune into us to get a positive message that lifts your spirit and feeds your soul
1: Is your car talking to you? Do you hear a squeal when you step on the brake pedal? Chances are, this is the brake pad wear indicator telling you that it's time to replace those brake pads. Your Haynes manual will lead you through this relatively easy procedure. Over 400 Haynes manuals are offered covering most vehicles on the road. For information on a repair manual for your car, go to That's Haines, haynes.com. That's haynes h a y n e s.com.
0: to Spark People Radio, a show designed to make it easier for you to keep your focus on all of your health and fitness goals and more fun at the same time. I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And we we're talking with Kitty Hobgood, who just during this last year got her beautiful body moving every day, just walking every single day, eating healthier foods, and she is now experiencing more energy and more joy than she ever imagined possible. And so, Kitty, would you share with us, because there are some people that are listening in today that are feeling a little frustrated, a little depressed, a little stressed, would you share with them your best advice to those that are struggling? What are the things they can do to get started? And not only on the physical side, but on the mental side?
4: I think the mental side really is the most important. You got to have a reason you got to have a reason, and you got to have it plastered right in front of you. Uh I mean, part of my reason for getting healthy is my dog training business so I can get down on the floor with the puppies. And part of it is to keep my girls healthy, too. So I've got 200 pounds worth of dog looking at me every day going, (laughs) come on, let's go. I love it. (laughs) Not everybody has that. But... There's some reason that you started this. There always is. There's something inside of you. Maybe it's that you were healthier as a teenager or in high school. So you don't put up that picture from one of your teen sports. Great idea. Uh, maybe it's because there's something you've always wanted to do or a friend is doing. Um, I'm actually training with a friend right now. Um, we're doing the Indiana Warriors dash in a couple of weeks. Good for and you. she's never done a 5K before and she's going to jump right in and do a mud run with me. Wow. she saw the one that I did a couple weeks ago, uh, a couple months ago, and just thought it was the most fun she'd seen. That it is fun. Uh, I
3: love how you're motivating your friends now, uh-huh. Kitty. You're showing so, them, it, you're just modeling for them, and they want in on the fun. <laughs> she you know, wants to get saying, money, too. It's got to be something you really want. You know, just yes.
4: saying, oh, I want to lose weight or, oh, I want to be a size X. You know what? That sounds great in the beginning when you've got motivation, but it's really not going to change your mind yep. when there's a good movie on TV or somebody's brought over some chocolate chip cookies.
3: Yeah, so let me ask you this, it, Kitty. Let, let me ask you a question that I'm sure some of our listeners are thinking about, or working towards, or, or having, struggling with, share share with us what what did you turn to, or other than food, when you had that urge to eat, or maybe eat, you know, a second helping of something, or or, or go a back, fifth helping, a fifth helping, I used to do, yeah, or go, you know, back to your um habits of eating chips and fries and carbos and all of that. Tell, tell us what you would turn to. What 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 kept you from I eating? I think the thing that helped. Ha- me the most mm-hmm. is do something that you can't eat while
4: you're doing it. Uh-huh. You know, you can't. You, you can watch TV and eat. Yes, it's real hard to talk Easy. on the phone with a friend Easy and have potato chips in your mouth and still be intelligible.
3: That's right. You so, know,
4: it's hard to walk a dog. It's hard to lift weights. Uh, you know, huh. anything that keeps
3: your hands busy kind of keeps you from eating. That's a great idea. Keeping your hands busy, doing something productive or healthy or, you know, productive, moving you fun, towards your goals. Healthy. I, I mean, I, I have a friend who knits. I've gotten a couple too many scarves, but it's okay because <laughs> it keeps her hands busy. You understand why she's kn- knitting so right. much. That's you know, a
0: great she's idea. She's somebody to give them to, so she yeah. scarves. It's cool. I love it. I love it. All right. So, Kitty, final words to our listeners. What is your, your final motivational tip to keep everyone that's listening on board with their own health-related goals? Find your reason
4: and have fun doing it. Love it. Like, I love it. You're not you know, going to stick
3: with it if you're not having a good time. You're not going to have to twist our arm on that one, Kitty. We are fun junkies. And uh, I love you know, that. You find it fun.
4: something fun, whether it's outside with, with friends, family, animals, or doing these silly little challenges with the TV of every time, Absolutely. you know, somebody says something, you do a plank, a push-up, whatever, but make it Fun. I love,
3: love, it. It. love it. It sounds like you are having a ball. Yeah, Kitty, you sound like fun. Truly. <laughs> I mean, these dogs must be she having so much fun. Tower, it's hard not to be fun. Uh-huh, that's so it's great. True. <laughs> well, it it's... sounds like you're doing something you love and now you're health, you're even healthier to enjoy that business that you've created and that you thoroughly enjoy and that has become very physical for you. So you, you've got yeah. it all wrapped in one. Fantastic. It's a, you're, you're a blessed lady.
0: Kitty, on so many levels, and you, you really focused hard, and I know how hard you worked to make this happen. So God, congratulations, Michael. and thanks for being on the show. We loved having you.
4: Thank you so much, ladies.
0: All the best. And that's it for this week, Sparksters. Thanks as usual for being with us. We so appreciate your continued support. And don't forget to friend request us so we can stay in touch, you know. Send us ideas for the show. We love our spark friends. We want to know what you love most so we can do more of it. So Spark Radio Lily and Spark Radio Karen. And this week, pretend we're right by your side, reminding you to stay tuned into your body. Listening to your body instead of your head when it comes to eating, because your body knows best. So be sure to pay attention to its signals for hungry and full. And if you listen to your body rather than your mind, it's going to make it much easier to get to your healthiest weight. We want the best for you, and we'll have you back every step of the way. Until next week, spark on.
1: favorite driving music on your Android phone? Do you or a friend have an iPad or an iPhone? Well, now you can sync all of them to your car with ease with Kenwood, the number one mobile electronics brand in the country. With Kenwood, you can connect either your iPhone or Android smartphone and control everything by touchscreen. Learn more by visiting liveconnecteddriveconnected.com and to find a Kenwood dealer near you.